Good afternoon. Welcome to this afternoon's edition of the Richard Urban Show. I am your host, Rich Urban, coming to you from a store Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. This afternoon's episode is Medical Experimentation on Children's Not Okay, Remember Auschwitz and Never Forget. I'd like to start with a script reading from today's daily inspiration. Understand that through saving others, you shall also be saved. And that's from Ofu Dasaki 3. That's part of Tenrikyo. I'd like to address the issue of giving the COVID vaccination to children. Is that all right? Now it's being, it's already been approved under emergency youth authorization for 6 to 11-year-olds, and now they want to do it for babies 6 months to 5 years. This is a complete outrage, an absolute outrage. Let's first of all look at and talk about this article from visionroot.org. Our website and blog about African children being forced to get vaccines, even though they're known to be harmful. You don't think that happened? Well, it already has happened two decades ago, and it's continuing to happen. Let's have a look at the article now. This article is The CDC and the World Health Organization Cannot Be Trusted on COVID 19. There has been a lot of fear-based hype regarding the COVID-19 disease caused by the SARS-CoV-2 virus. The organization trusted with overseeing public health in the United States is the Centers for Disease Control, or CDC, and on the world level, we have the World Health Organization. But can we trust these organizations based on the previous record? One very concerning set of evidence comes from Dr. Peter Abe, a world-renowned researcher who's worked with vaccines for 40 years. Dr. Abi found that children in Guinea-Bissau who received the DTP, diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis vaccine, were 2.3 times more likely to die than children who did not. The effect for girls was even greater, with five times more girls dying than boys. This data was collected in 2003, yet the World Health Organization manipulated the data and said that this, his meticulously researched data was wrong. Children in Africa are still receiving this vaccine, while with thousands being killed by it. Yet the World Health Organization, co-opted by Big Pharma, twists the data and keeps giving the vaccine. Furthermore, current tests of a new malaria vaccine wound up killing two to 5,000 girls in Africa. Why do we not hear about this? Again, is the corruption exhibited in the Big Pharma World Health Organization Alliance? Well, this kind of information has a nexus with what happened in Germany during World War II. Don't think so? Listen to this testimony by Vera Sharab, who's a Holocaust survivor from Romania. I'm Vera Sharab, a lifelong advocate for human rights. I'm honored to participate in this Truth Over Fear Summit. My mission and that of the Alliance for Human Research Protection is to ensure that the moral and legal right to voluntary medical decision-making is upheld. History teaches us that if government is allowed to suspend civil rights and personal freedom in an emergency, 
government will create emergencies to take control of our lives. The Nazis used fear of infectious epidemics to demonize Jews as spreaders of disease. Public health policies were shaped by eugenics, the pseudoscientific racist ideology that devalues some human beings as inferior. Eugenics permeated the academic, medical, and legal institutions. Laws were enacted to expropriate Jewish businesses and strip Jews of their assets, their property, their status as citizens, and their rights and dignity as human beings. Efforts are currently underway to dismantle democracies. Fear-mongering propaganda has crippled the world population with fear of infectious disease, just as it had in Nazi Germany. Coronavirus pandemic is being exploited by government and a global medical monopoly that was forged during the AIDS epidemic. This global monopoly exerts its financial clout to dictate public health policies that generate highest profits for patent protected drugs and vaccines. Government decrees were issued to override our constitutional rights as free citizens. Our freedom of movement and interaction with other human beings were restricted. Some decrees even condemned segments of the population to death. Two factors distinguish the Holocaust from all other genocides. The leading role of the medical scientific establishment and the pivotal role of IBM punch card tracking system technology. Both actively participated and supported all aspects of the Holocaust. When Hitler took control in January 1933, he wanted to know exactly how many Jews reside in Germany. Thomas Watson, CEO of IBM, offered to customize the company's tracking system to Hitler's specifications. IBM hired thousands of people to conduct a door-to-door racial census. They obtained the names and locations of all Jews, first in Germany and then in each Nazi-occupied country. IBM then provided the technology that the Nazis used to identify, round up, expel, segregate, imprison, and transport the Jews of Europe to death. The IBM punch card tracking system is the prototype of contemporary information and surveillance technology. IBM created tabular systems that captured personal data, professional, employment, and financial data. IBM enabled Hitler to systematically dispossess Jews of everything. So we can see that very much that there is this unholy alliance between government and big pharma and those who want to make money. And this isn't anything new, unfortunately, but it's come to new depraved levels of depravity. Guess what? You can't experiment on children. That's part of the Nuremberg Code. That's what we learned in World War II, or so I thought we 
so we thought. I should know what I'm talking about. At least 11 of my relatives, like my great uncles and aunts and so on, were exterminated in the Holocaust. It's not okay to have medical experiments on children. There's zero risk. Like one is a 99.9996 rate of survival for children getting COVID. In other words, there's zero risk. So why are we forcing children to get this vaccine when thousands have been injured of those children now who are in the um, 12 to 17 age range, and I'm not even talking about the tens of thousands of deaths and hundreds of thousands of injuries from the vaccine in general, but the children. Let's have a look at these charts. Here we can see that there are 854 cases where the age is six or more and under 18, and vaccine targets COVID-19, and symptom is myocarditis and serious. That's where the heart is injured by the vaccine. So we see there's 854 cases. Well, 20% of these people, statistics show, will die within two years. And with five, within five years, 50% will die. So this is a very serious injury. So we can see these, these uh, 854 cases as of March 11th on the VAERS database. Furthermore, we can see on this chart here, also from March 11th, that there are 208,209 cases where vaccine targets COVID-19 and serious injuries. This is for all ages. 208,000. That means many of the case studies indicate there's anaphylaxis. That's a life-threatening allergic reactions where your body basically, you know, you could be un unable to breathe. That's extremely serious, obviously, and many other uh, life-threatening cases, and over 20,000 people have been killed. And as I said, those children will be dying, and, and many others have unknown, unknown injuries, known and unknown, from getting unne completely unnecessary vaccine, so-called vaccine. Actually, it's an experimental RNA technology. So this is an absolute, absolute outrage, and it's totally against all medical ethics. These experimental youth authorization drugs haven't even ever been tested on animals first. So we're experimenting on our children. Didn't we learn anything in the Holocaust? Didn't we learn anything at all? This is insane. Keep in mind also that people who promote vaccines like Bill Gates, he's the one who funds the vaccines in Guinea-Bissau and other places, and guess what? He says strangely that the purpose, which I po uh, pointed out in another one of the articles you can find on my blog at visionroot.org, that oddly, he says, by giving women vaccines, then they'll have less children. Um, is this kind of code word for the fact that it'll kill their children or kill them? Or not, I'm sorry, kill the, kill the vaccines to their children. So maybe that's code word for it'll kill their children. Am I just being a wise guy? No. The fact is, what I just pointed out is that children are being killed. And now the same thing has come to the United States. 
yet still not everyone is awake. Don't even think about giving your kids this vaccine. Why would you even think about it when they could be permanently injured or even die within two or five or ten years from myocarditis? This is insane. And this is your government health care at work, which is completely convicted, conflicted, completely bought off by Big farmer, where the so-called members of the ASIP committee that recommends vaccines are all conflicted with conflicts of interest. They all have so-called exemptions for being on the committee. None of them should be on that committee. And these are the people who are supposed to be in charge of your health. This is insane. So call your representatives, write them, call them, visit them, tell them no, you don't want the approval of this vaccine. And absolutely, that it's insane to give it to younger children and even insane to give it to older children. That is completely wrong. Children, you know, don't really have a choice in the matter. If their parents tell them to get a vaccine, why would you want to tell them to do that when it could harm them permanently or even result in death when the chance of any injury from COVID is zero? And that's a fact. Look it up yourself. So our total uh, CDC, as I pointed out already a couple years ago, is completely without credibility. Zero. No credibility at all. So you have to do your own, own research on these topics. Let's not repeat the horrors of Auschwitz, and that's no exaggeration, and do medical experimentation on our children or on anyone else either, but especially not on children. I'm glad you could tune in today for this episode of The Richard Urban Show. Do join us next time. Do speak out. Do speak up. You are and will make a difference. We will see you next time. This is Richard Urban reporting from historic Harpersbury, West Virginia.